like we said, you can have the best piece of prose anyone's ever written or anyone's ever read. And if you're not hitting on all the SEO elements, like we talked about, keywords, links, um, everything else, if you're not hitting on that, no one's going to find it. So it could be the best thing that anyone's ever, ever going to read. But if you fail to do the SEO, no one's going to ever find it. That was Tyler Reed. He is the founder of BizWrite and expert SEO writer who makes his living doing SEO writing for mega law firms. If you want to get more eyes on your website, you got to be friends with Google. And one of the best friends to be friends with Google is to optimize the words on your website to be SEO friendly. Now, let's be honest here. Every single page on your website has a chance to be ranked and seen on Google and to get more traffic to your website, right? Your about me page, your services pages, your FAQ page, all of them, they all have a chance. And ultimately, when they get ranked on Google, you get more traffic to your website and more people in your office. That is the power behind SEO writing. And luckily for you, you don't have to watch a bunch of YouTube videos to figure out how to do this on your own. For our coaching group, we brought in Tyler to train our clients how they can do this at their law firms. And in this special podcast guest interview episode, you're gonna get a little bit of a recap, the juicy nuggets, his best tips on how you can do this for your law firm's website for free right now, today if you wanted to, no pro required. Welcome to the Elder Law Growth Podcast. This is the place to be for all things marketing for elder law and estate planning attorneys. Here in this podcast, you'll find all the skills and tools you need to market your law firm without wasting your time. I'm Amy Hurst and I'm with BamBiz. And in this podcast episode, you'll learn how to optimize your law firm's website, make it SEO friendly from the professional himself. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Say I'm a solo attorney and I don't have uh, the budget to hire an SEO writer, but I know I need to have SEO writing. I need to have keywords on my website. Um, so you're put yourself in my shoes. So the first thing you'd probably do would be. Let's just kind of hit on it because and I'll just tell a story real quick. I was talking to the director of marketing just last week for a huge multinational law firm. I won't call them out because and I'm hoping that they do business with us. But this director of marketing, when we got to the SEO side of our conversation, she just said, oh, that's a bunch of links, right? And, and I was just flabbergasted, really. I was like, you are the director of marketing for a, a huge law firm, you know, over 300 attorneys worldwide. And, you know, SEO is so, so, so much more than that. And if you're just strategic, you don't have to have the budget of those giant guys. You can be strategic and get by with so much less just being smart. So knowing what we're talking about, knowing what we're doing, stage one. There you go. Think about a newspaper writing. You have these different headlines. And right up front, every newspaper copy, copy man can tell you there's the hook. And we're looking at those attention grabbers. Rarely, rarely, rarely is anyone going to read through every word that you put out on a page, on a blog, and an FAQ even. So we want to capture them really almost in the headlines. 
And it's just an outline of what you're putting out. And if you're writing in like a Google Docs, it gives you fantastic formatting options for like a headline one, that's your title, headline two, headline three, kind of down the outline through your, through your copy. It's very easy and straightforward. Anyone can figure it out. Even someone, you know, without an analytics background can figure it out. But you get those headlines in place that just breaks up your copy and makes it look nice. Um, and the reader can just kind of follow along. If they're scrolling down, they figure out what each section is about. Um, they might decide to stay. They might decide to go to a different section. But at least you've kind of made it, you know, user-friendly. Yeah, and you've broken it up. You've broken up the text. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> these days, everyone's attention span is so short anyway. If we're scrolling through this, we might read a few sentences and then we're going to be gone to, to the next option. If you haven't answered the why, you know, why do I go with you versus a competitor in that short time span? They're going to go to someone who else who will. So, oh, absolutely. If you don't answer their question right off the bat. So having that headline is so important because, I mean, even for me, I know for me, when I, I'm trying to figure something out, I'll click on a website and I'll just scroll really fast. And I'll just be looking at the headlines like, will this answer my question? No, I'm going to keep scrolling. Will this, like maybe maybe three to five seconds tops. So those headlines are so important. On the same line, formatting is so important. Like we said, it needs to be shorter sentences. It needs to be shorter paragraphs. You might be looking at this on our phone, you know, during a daily commute or whatever. It can't be these giant walls of text. I mean, I can't tell you how annoying it is when you just get to a website and it's just bleh. It's, it's whole, like a textbook. It's like a yes, long, yes. Long text. I don't even want to look at that. It's going to make my eyes cross. No, no. So break it up. Use headlines. And there's kind of the tricks of the trade. Use bullet points all over the place. You know, even just same, you know, similar thoughts. Bam, 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 bam. One, two, three, four. Use numbered lists. No walls of text. Just break it up. Does it look nice? Does it look quick and easy to get through? Okay, then I'll actually devote my time and energy to get through this. Readability. Um, there are different measures in SEO to kind of figure out the readability, but just in a very, very broad sense, um, we are pegging for about an eighth grade reading level, which means, you know, you have to use short sentences. You can't use big legal jargon. And this is a challenge in legal content writing, I know, because we're writing about, you know, revocable trusts, you know, living wills, um, executor, grantees, these kind of these high level terms. And you have to kind of walk that sword of making it readable and engaging while also hitting, yes, those, those SEO terms. Um, and you can kind of do that just by making shorter sentences, um, less lengthy words to so try to figure out a new way to do new way to say it um, without using so many words, just be concise. Again and again and again. That's what we tell you know our, our, our own writers. We need to be concise. So back to uh, director of marketing lady. Yes, links are an element of SEO, but they are one, one small piece. One thing, yeah. Yes, that is SEO to some people. Links um, are very crucial and they help with your SEO a lot. And they're a good opportunity to kind of showcase that you, you are an expert in that, that you've researched your content well. And again and again, throughout every piece of content that, that my team ever produces, we want to convey value. Again, when I go with your law firm over a competitor, I'm getting what 
because why, you know? So you need to kind of reiterate that value statement and go ahead and, and do it, do that exercise. You know, when I'm going with you over a competitor, what am I getting and why? And, and you need to answer that question right up front because that kind of develops your communication strategy. That's the value that we're saying. Maybe it's that we're, we're lighter, faster, and connected, you know, than our competitors. We have this technology that no one else has. We have this expertise, you know, decades of experience and loads of case results. You know, whatever that value proposition is, needs to be conveyed throughout all of your messaging again and again and again so that everyone reading it is like, oh, you know, well, this guy really knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And because it's all subconscious when they go to your website, that's exactly what they're wondering inside their head. Like, why am I going with this person? Yeah, exactly. Consistency is key, like we said, in working out and in SEO. <laughs> the worst offenders we see are kind of the once a year, twice a year blog posts. It's, you know, kind of like going to mass on Christmas and Easter. It's just not doing you a lot of good. Yeah, there's um, no point in even trying. No, no, it really isn't. And I think it's a detractor more than anything. You see a, a stale old blog, you know, oh man, they haven't posted to their blog in two years. That's a detractor. You know, this yeah. guy is not current. He's not relevant with what's going on in the industry. You know, I don't even know if they still exist. You know, right? are they still around? Yeah. yeah I put anything out in two years. You know, no news in two years. Okay. So just kind of a general rule of thumb. It varies, honestly. And again, SEO experts might debate me. But we're saying one blog per month, at least one. Oh, and that's not links, bad at all. Anybody can bad. do that. You can do it. You can jot yeah. down a few paragraphs, add some headlines, put some keywords in there, throw a few links, publish it up, you're done. Perfect. The length, again, this is widely, widely debated in the SEO community. But if it is under 300 words, here's your metric. If it's under 300 words, Google will not even look at it. Gotcha. So, your standard, kind of the gold standard for everything you put out, attorney bios, web page, anything is about that 1500 word mark. Um, but like we said, good, better, best. You can get by certainly with a 500 word, you know, to 800 word piece of, of content, especially if you're posting more frequently. Um, so how about one 500 word post per week? You know, that's 2000 words that you put out in a month. And you could have, kind of have a different strategy with each post. So that can also be a very, very powerful element or mix the two. Maybe we have a 1500 word that's kind of our pillar um, and then a, a quick 300 word blurb for a, a news event that popped out. Um, but a recent um, a statistic that I just saw, and this again is the mega of the mega, the best of the best, absolute platinum. If you put out 3000 words, you are, it is 300% more likely to be read and 400% more likely to be shared by the reader. So if you really want to invest in kind of the best of the best of the best, and maybe that's a couple times a year, like you're putting out an e-guide, um, the ultimate guide to estate planning, something like that. Um, but that, again, is a content killer that you can put on your website. And if you're working in WordPress, there's a little box at the bottom that says, do you want to make this a content pillar? And you say, yes, sir, I do. Um, that's an easy, easy way uh, to, well, I say easy. 3,000 words is a lot. That's a lot. That's like a mini book. It really is. And you're, you're, you're writing, you can kind of get redundant. So use your headlines to keep your outline um, kind of consistent. 
um, readable, engaging, and moving towards that action. Um, at the very end of whatever you put out, blog, web page, anything, you want to have that call to action. And I should have put that in, in my, uh, my verbiage at the front. A CTA is another SEO element that you'll hear a lot, a call to action. And all that is is want to learn more and you're highlighting it, you know, you're putting them to your contact page. Want to subscribe to our newsletter? You know, quick link at the end. But you're, you're directing your reader to make an action at the end of, of what they just read. You can also sprinkle call to actions throughout the body. Um, I think that's pretty pretty useful too. But as a reader, I'm not sure how, how often I'm clicking on those. I'm usually just scrolling through quickly to find what I want. And if I get to the bottom and I have that direction, it's there if I want it. Um, that's just kind of what you're doing. You're giving people the opportunity. Absolutely. Well, Tyler, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I know I learned quite a bit about SEO writing. So now we know, don't just per- put words on your website. There needs to be strategy. There needs to be the technical side of it as well. So of course, Tyler knows this in and out and he's been doing this for years. And I know I learned quite a bit. So Tyler, thank you so much for joining us and sharing how how an expert would do this absolutely thank you thank you so much for having me thanks for listening to the elder law growth podcast the place to be for all things marketing for elder law and estate planning law firms if you liked this podcast please leave us a review wherever you are listening to this podcast if you'd like to outsource your marketing to our team go to bambiz.net and book a free call with us today